gonna laugh. <laughs> I might cry and I'm gonna wanna tell you why because hey, well that's just life. So do do do. So welcome to my very first episode of probably what is going to be nothing but chaos and all over the placidness. <laughs> On February 14th, 2021, this was all I wanted to do and I convinced my husband to sit down and talk to me for 30 minutes to make a podcast and I'm so glad we did because it was one of my favorite Valentine's Days ever and I will always remember it. It was a lot of fun to me even though he hated it. And now today is March 14th, a whole month later. And in case you forgot, the one year anniversary from when the entire world went to shiitake mushrooms and went cuckoo crazy and completely changed on the eve of my 29th birthday. Remember when they said it was going to be two weeks? <laughs> yeah, it's been a year and I'm ready for it to end because I am officially graduated into my 30s <laughs> this is it guys the most exciting part about it so far is that i can now most definitely say that i'm vintage <laughs> by 15 years now oh my god is that true yeah anything 20 15 to 20 years or older is vintage so mm, that's me and what has changed you ask absolutely nothing because everything's the same as it was yesterday <laughs> but it was really nice for 10 days between March 4th and March 14th mine and my husband's birthdays we were only one year apart for 10 days and now I'm a whole two years older than him again poor guy he has absolutely no idea what's about to hit him I mean 27 was probably rough. I feel like my whole life changed at the age of 27. My body started changing. I couldn't eat the same things anymore. My mental health dropped drastically. It was crazy. But 28, whew, my knees are getting crickety. But um, yeah, if you want to come help me ease my anxiety a little bit, why don't you come say happy birthday to me over on my Instagram. It's Jenguin. Or my TikTok, it's Jenguin. Or my artsy page on Instagram, it's uh, not, it's Jenguin. It's Genuine Arts. <laughs> uh, but find me in all the places. YouTube is my generation. Uh, you can see all kinds of things that I do and get a sneak peek into my life and the creative projects I like doing. Uh, but just come wish me a happy 30th birthday because maybe it'll help me not cry a little bit. <laughs> so on this first episode of Ill For Real, we kind of talked about how I was going to name my podcast. And then I cut it all out because after listening to everything back, I realized how many times I say the word ill <laughs> and then said, OK, for real, let's get into it. Uh, so basically, that just sums me up in three words. 
I want to get real. I want to get deep. I want to have some fun. I want to talk to different people, play some games, make you laugh and be myself. After talking to John, he's probably not going to want to be in very many episodes. (laughs) So this first one, enjoy probably a rarity of listening to my husband, the one, the only John Hiles. If you know him, you know, he's really funny. He's I don't know. He used to be really outgoing, but hes we've kind of turned into old people now. So supposedly he says he's not as outgoing as he once was. But um, he's just super, first of all, he's super freaking hot. He's really creative. He's super thoughtful and just has a cool, like deep way of thinking about things. And maybe we'll get to see more of that in the future. I mean, I want to see more of it. But we get a little glimpse of it on this episode. It's cool. We kind of just randomly talked about just, you know, what it's like to get married young and find your person. So I hope you enjoy it and maybe learn a little something about yourself. (laughs) Hi, world. It's Jenguin. And oops. See. All right. For real. Can you do something? So far, this podcast sucks. (laughs) All right. That's all for today, guys. Thanks for joining. <laughs> I'm here with my husband, John, who's thrilled to do this podcast with me. Hi. <laughs> so I've been asking him for years if we can do a podcast. And then we forgot about it. And then he said, babe, I'll do a podcast with you now. And I said, you will? And then I made him get all the equipment out. And now he wants to kill himself. It's not true. <laughs> he said, okay, what's your podcast going to be about? So, guys, my podcast is about whatever the hell I want it to be about. I just want to have fun. Okay. I'm serious. Stop it. <laughs> Freaking weirdo. Okay, no, I want to play a couple games. I want to get deep. I want to talk about real shit. Maybe some mirage, mirage advice. Home decor, thrifting. Just kidding. No, for real. Like, I can talk about stuff like that on my own. But with John, I just want to, I just want to kind of, Make it like a date kind of thing. People can relate to husband and wife stuff. Husbands and wives can relate. What? Um. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I literally hate you. Hmm. We can play a game. We can talk about a certain topic that you want to talk about. We can argue about our differences. Hmm. We can... Talk about controversial things that me and you don't both agree on. I like listening to podcasts that are just people talking and then moving on with life. Sounds good. And then we do this weekly or Uh, bi-weekly. Weekly. Bi-weekly. Monthly. Okay, so we're going to record multiples on monthlies? (laughs) Bi-monthly. So I'll ask you a question. To someone who is getting married the age that you got married... What would be your advice to them now as an almost 28-year-old? Hmm. How old were you when you got married? Like 22. Oh, shit. <laughs> I guess uh, just be sure. Ew. <laughs> were you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I could see like, I don't know, when you, the older you get, it's just weird. I look back on it now and I'm like, how would I ever know how would I ever possibly know anything at 22? I'm sure I'll look back at when I'm 28 and be like, how would I possibly ever know anything? But I don't know. I guess when you know, you know. 
don't know. If someone told me right oh, now yeah. they were going to get married when they were 22, I'd be like, oh my God. Like You're just a dumpling. Yeah, I'd be like, and do you really know this person? Because marriage is hard and living with another person is tough. And, you know, you must really, you have to really, 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 really have a trust and a knowledge about the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. We had none of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean... <laughs> No, we did, I feel like both of us grew up pretty quickly and like growing up in a strict environment, like yeah. we were like taught to be like, you weren't, I don't know. That's like, the other thing you're going to like, you're going to grow up together in a way. So if someone were to get married at your age, what advice would you give them? Don't do it. I'm just kidding. No, I was 24, right? Mm-hmm. I always get confused because I think I was 23 when we got engaged and we were engaged for like a year. Oh, I'm an old 30-year-old woman now almost. thought you were making this short. But, oh shit, I'm thinking. Now all of this is going to be in there. <laughs> Ew. I, probably by the time this is out, I'll be 30. <laughs> um, yeah, because you're going to talk until you're fucking 30. <laughs> um, I think what I always say to this question is make sure you're friends first. I don't know. I just felt like John was one of my friends. Like, if we weren't dating and I had the chance to, like, go to Six Flags with someone, I would have just been like, I want John to come with me. Because you used to, like, playing little, like, carnival games and (laughs) riding rides. I don't know. Just, like, stupid stuff like that. You have to, like, enjoy doing little stuff with a person. Or, like, when you would come over to my mom's house and, like, help us set the table like it was just always fun we were always laughing and joking about something yeah definitely gotta enjoy the person it can't just be uh like actually like their personality and stuff yeah it can't just be like a fireworks thing like oh we're so head over and heels in love with each other let's get married (laughs) i want to spend the rest of my life i don't think i don't think either of us were even in that stage when we decided to get married Uh, there were fireworks oh wait when we got married when we got engaged i don't know we weren't in that stage of just like puppy love where we were just like constantly like like every like nothing it wasn't always an up with us when you're at the beginning everything's always up 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 like you never have a down second together and like and when i mean down i don't even mean bad i just mean like oh, just everyday boring. life stuff yeah like uh having a day where you're literally by each other but you're on opposite ends of the couch and don't say a word and then go to bed you know like it's that yeah, I've always been infatuated with John. I know he hates me, but um, I feel like when we got engaged, it was like, what, like five years into dating? So I was literally at the point like, okay, we've been living together. We've been together since you were literally 15 years old. So hurry it up. I want to get married to you. So I was like already at that Yeah, like, that's the real reason why we got married. <laughs> yeah, I forced to. <laughs> no, but I was like at that stage where we had been together so long that you're just like itching to like, just spend the rest of your life with this person but yeah we had like we lived together so like his toothpaste on the freaking bathroom mirror annoyed me and his underwear thrown in the middle of the room like all just like stupid stuff like we had already experienced not that everybody's gonna do that but it's a bonus I think if you get to spend every day with the person that you want to marry and see if that's someone that you can live with and still be friends with yeah I think yeah I mean it doesn't sound romantic or hallmark-ish but you don't want to be married to that person every day like 
on face value, you know, like you're going to have your fights and you're going to have your, it's not always going to be like, you're not always going to look at that person and think like, Oh my God, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But you have to have that ground of like, well, as much as you just pissed me off or as much as you annoyed me or as much as I'm having, um, I'm down or something from other areas of my life. Like uh, there's not a chance I would not want you to be part of my life. And that's it. It's really simple. It's marriage is marriage is marriage and weddings are a thing in itself and it's this big lovey dovey thing, but like at the end of the day you literally have to be two humans that connect on a level where you say good, bad, you know sickness, health, rich, poor. Like at the end of the day, like I don't really see life without without you in you know, life. <laughs> So my question to you is, are you just used to saying these things or? Yeah, I say I'm constantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like, I feel like sometimes when couples talk like this, it's like, oh, okay, you're just saying that because you have to because you're in front of that person. Or do you actually? Uh, people are probably going to think I'm being mean for everything I'm saying. I'm not. I don't care. You can be mean. I'm saying be I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm not trying to sugarcoat or say anything nice. I'm literally saying like. I don't know, and I don't even know if that's... I, I don't know if there's couples out there that have been together for 30 years or, like, every day we wake up and see stars in each other's eyes and... I know someone fucking, who's like that. Who? I'll cut it out. You think they're like that? She, they're obsessed with each other. They've come to a good pot in their life. They've had very, she very... She is literally, when she was here, she was putting her hair and her makeup on and was, like, butterflies in her eyes and twinkly star, like, jumping up and down, couldn't wait to get back home to her yeah, husband. Yeah, but you've, you've known them at that point in their life, and she will tell you, and she would have honest conversations with you about how they had very, very, very tough times in their marriage, and you do not remember my... ...the way I knew her. Well, do you think Growing they up. will be like that at their age then? Because if not, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I think that there, I think that there's ups and downs, and I think there's learning curves, and I think that eventually you get to just put it in cruise control, and I think that that's where they're at. Like they, you know, both of our parents didn't make it through the bullshit part, which is like the really really tough parts and the parts where things might could go stale and where things get tough and where and where you know stuff gets tested. They didn't make it through that because, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm telling you, like, they had a rough relationship, and then they worked through, they pushed through. They had some really, really bad times. You I'm, remember this stuff? Like, I'm telling you, I remember when they lived out in Ohio and we'd go visit them. Like, it was way different, way different. Like when the kids were younger. Yeah, and do then, you think that was something? I just feel like then they moved out that, here. They moved out here. They moved their whole family out here. They had to live with my family. Is that part and, of it though? You think that the kids like being younger contributed to that maybe it's because like their kids are older yeah and, like, they were stressed adults. by their kids like i seen them in a tough 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 parts of their lives they moved out here and lived with my family and that was horrible for them and miserable and and crazy at times like and she we just watched her grow and watched her become balanced like i remember all of that i remember my dad saying how she was proud of them and then working and them like going to counseling constantly and like I wonder if coming out. Of I remember when they came out here, they thought that my they thought they were getting divorced. No, but I wonder if coming out of that, the way we were raised in the church and stuff, that like mentality was like a relief almost. Like they were out of it. Like oh my god, she could wear pants now and dress and no. listen to music and stuff I and think, just be herself. I think it was uh, who helped her a lot. Uh, 
I think she made her open her eyes on a lot of things. And she always seems like she's pretty rude. But, uh, but at, we could say we could point our fingers at whatever we want. It literally comes down to one thing. Both of them had to deliberately decide, do we want to fucking save this or go separate? And they chose to save it. And then they worked. And then, like I said, like their kids grow up. The kids start moving out. And like they're literally in their honeymoon phase now because they got through the bullshit. And they could set it on cruise control. And they have gotten to a good when you're at that age, you're if you do things the right way, you don't have to worry about finances as much. You don't have to worry about kids, and they have all their struggles in the. World. They have a bunch of bullshit they have to worry about too. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you're. I uh, the question I was asking is like I don't know if there's a couple out there who for 30 years straight every day they woke up and I guarantee I could bet every bone in my body that's not them. So it's weird that you would think that. Well, you know what? Obviously, it's not every day, but. I'm just talking about like to see somebody married that long that's still like infatuated with each oh, other. Oh, I mean, I you see old couples all the time. They've been there for six years. And it's they so still, cute. Yeah, but I'm saying you go talk to them, and I'm sure they have stories. They're of, always like communication. I'm sure they have stories of like you don't know how to talk to each other. I think fighting or whatever. Well, but yeah. So do you think that will be us? Or are you, you gonna divorce me in ten years? Yeah, probably divorce you this year. <laughs> You're old. Yeah. Yeah, I'd hope so. I think that we have, we go through good times and bad times. I think we have, I think we have the thing that makes that happen, which is not having kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I think we both have the determination to make things work, no matter what. Well, okay, so let's uh, bear with me. Let me ask you the question: What's the worst thing that happened to you this week? And then follow up by two positives. Jeez, I don't know. I am a, a mental health advocate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a dweller. So anything that bad happened to me, I was probably over it. Well, then this will be the greatest challenge in the world to you. Okay, what, so what was the worst thing that happened to you this I week? I literally couldn't think of it if I had to. Uh, oh, okay. How about my mental breakdown, maybe? No, that was me. That's, that's mine. Don't take mine. <laughs> yeah. No, like there's literally nothing, like something at work that was terrible it ruined your week and then you follow nothing ruins my week nothing ruins my day i've never had anything ruin my day okay it doesn't have to ruin your day something that you just like came home and bummed you out the point of this is i i hate when people just like which you kind of do it you just like act like nothing's wrong and everything's okay and you should oh there's so many things yes there's things to be positive about but you're okay there's nothing wrong with being hurt by something, being affected by yeah. something, hating something, and then realizing there's so much more to be grateful about. Exactly. I have okay. all of that, but it happens in a span of 60 seconds. Whereas yours I do it too, but like the next day I'll be like, oh my you God. You just said I, the next day, I said 60 seconds. I get pissed off and I say, that sucks. And then I say, well, I don't really give a fuck. It's not going to affect my day. Okay, so my panic attack lasted more than 60 seconds. That was the worst thing that happened to me this week. And I understand, and I knew in that moment how many things were good and fine with my life. But the point is you need to make it through that panic and address what it was that was making me feel that way and why I felt like that way and being okay with that I felt that way and then knowing that life goes on. I know. Yeah. So you have nothing. Probably, I've never had a panic attack. I've never <laughs> had. <laughs> Can you be had a panic attack? I'm just saying, like you're foo in the clouds. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. Happy hunky dory. No, life's we'll life's just life. See, life. this is something that I think people will relate to because there's other people who be like, yeah, nothing happened wrong. Everything's okay. But there's people out there. I don't get bothered by stuff. I mean, I, what I mean. I'm let just, me think of something normal that people would like. Normal people, I guess, would like affect them. I literally. 
like it's been so cold that four days out of <laughs> okay. six this week, the car doesn't start in the morning. And oh. I literally, all I did, I literally just set my alarm for 15 minutes earlier every day. Great. And I walked outside planning to jump the car every morning. And the two mornings when it started, I was like, oh shit, that's cool. And I got to work earlier. Well, I think that's something that people will relate to. Because oh, your, a- one of your tires is really flat on the silver car, by the way. What? Mm-hmm. Flat? Not flat, like low, low, low. Like you feel that's it. not my car. I know. I felt it when I was driving, and I was like, well, you got to put air in this. Oh it's not flat God. to the rim. But. Well, like some people are like you, and maybe you're covering it up, or maybe that's really just truly how you feel and live your life. But I mean, like I've seen you being down and affected by things, and I don't know what it is because you oh, just no. like won't let it out. Well, no, that's the but thing. When I get are... da- when I get down, it's never anything specific. I get down of, I get down by like the mundane of life or I'm just like sometimes I'm just like I just feel like just crippled like I know people say like crippling depression like I just feel crippled as in like I don't want to fucking move and I don't know why and this sucks because I don't want to feel this way and I have nothing to attribute this to like I can't even point to it as like someone mistreated me or this really pissed me off I'm just like ah this sucks I just fucking feel this way today for no fucking reason and I hate it because I can't wait for it to be over with and as long as I as long as I deal with it head on and I acknowledge like, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Let's get through this day. You'll probably feel better tomorrow. If I say all those things in my head, usually I feel better the next day and it's whatever. But I, again, I don't, nothing happens to cause that. It's just, just happens. It's when just like I've a wave. Heard you say that too. I'll be like, what's wrong? We'll be like, I don't know. I just don't know. Which is fine too. But also there's people out there who a relate to it or B need to address it. Cause I think mm-hmm. it's normal to be like, Oh, it probably deep down or subconsciously is a th- blink this thing. And why do I feel that way? Should I feel this way? How can I stop feeling this way? Like, okay, like get out of your funk. But I just don't think it's healthy or normal yeah. to be like pushing things down. And I'm not, I'm the type of person who has to be like, somebody will be like, it's okay. Snap out of it. Everything's it's okay. It's okay. I cannot stand what people say. It's okay to me. I'm sorry. Everything is not okay in my mind because there's a lot of <laughs> literal garbage floating around, like millions of things. When they say, okay, they don't mean like, it's okay. Everything's good. That stuff that just happened to you is good. They're saying that stuff that happened to you doesn't matter. I know. But what I'm saying is people are saying it's okay. And it's almost like a, just don't talk about it. It's okay. You'll be fine. Think of something positive. Listen, honey, I will tell you something. I will tell you a million things that I can think of that are positive or will make me happier that I'm grateful for. But I have to get this garbage out for it. I have to vent it. I have to say it. Yeah. I have to write a song about it. I have to write it down on a piece of paper. I have to cry to someone or sit in the bathtub. And yeah, but I, it but has to come out so that it can yeah, but you take breathe a, in the you take, You'll take... This is not a, you'll take three days to do that sometimes. Well, because I'm but it's a very like emotional I, person. Like you always say, I hold stuff in. I don't. You think I hold stuff in. But the thing is, is whatever shitty thing happened at work, I released it and owned it and moved on from it before I even would have the chance to text you about it. I That's mean, how fast I handle Like I literally have stuff that infuriates me at work that happens, and I fucking snap, and I go off, and then, well, literally within 30 seconds, I'm just, like, laugh about it. I'm like, well, whatever, that was stupid. That's maybe where it makes a difference, because your stuff is almost 90% is, like, oh, work. Like, you're thinking of work or actual physical things that have, like, affected you. My stuff is almost always, like, this is triggering, which I I hate using the word triggering. I literally, I hate, like, I'm triggered, but it really does. I get triggered by things that I've suffered with since I was a little kid, like, emotional trauma, uh, neglect, 
abuse, like things like that. And it, a little tiny thing at work could affect me, but I'll know like, oh, this is just a work thing. But when it's an actual mental thing, hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Needs to be, yeah. you need, I need to let it out. And then it's like yoga. They make you hold your, breathe in, hold your breath, let it sit there and then let it out. I, I'm the opposite. I need to let out all the bad crap and then Bring in breathe in all the good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then as far as good things, I don't know. My shit's stupid. That makes me happy. I went to Meyer this morning and <laughs> everything went smooth. Oh, nice. There wasn't well, long lights. It's not that. Like Sometimes it just clicks. Sometimes you just steer your cart the right way where you did, and that's how I was. I was just in the zone, and nice. it flew really well where everything I needed was right where I thought it was. I guess the right aisle every time. I found everything I needed quick, uh, and then I got out of there. <laughs> So your bad thing was some days the car wouldn't start. That and wasn't even went, bad. I'm telling you, that's just, you just been okay. fun for me to jump the car every morning. It's been fun. Ew. It doesn't bother it's me. Disgusting. Oh, that's what I was gonna I say. I just added a step to my morning routine. That's gross. That's what I was gonna say though. Is I think part of why you ever feel down and you don't even know what it is. It's just where we live. Our fucking. We're, I'm literally staring at a wall of icicles hanging yeah. from the house. This is disgusting. Yeah, it happens to me, like probably once during like the summer but yeah it happens to me probably bi-weekly during the winter oh. yeah. you have a, another good thing uh, Meyer was good and this podcast <laughs> wow goals life goals well my thing was I had a literal panic attack and my face is all broken out and my eyes are puffy and I have veins and my eyes from literally crying so hard and screaming and not being able to breathe. And people who have had panic attacks, you know what I'm talking about. It's literally the worst fucking thing in the world. And good thing was, uh, I know yours was a joke, but it's actually nice to sit here and talk to you. And you're being patient with me. And I really like the pink flowers you gave me today. Yep. And then you made me breakfast, even though it made me bloated. <laughs> Got it, Myers. <laughs> All right. Well, to end TikTok. it, we'll do TikTok. Yeah. All right. To end it, we'll do uh, word association. What the fuck? Yep. Word association. All right. For yeah. those of you who don't know word association, um, we have to count down from three and say a word. And then we have to take those words and try to end up on the same word at the end. And okay. see how our brain waves connect with each other. <laughs> Ready? All right. Three, two, one. Icicle. Clock, Clock and icicle. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Three, three two, two, one. Frozen. Time. Frozen and time? Uh, what the fuck? I don't know. Three, two, one. Disney. Kid. Oh! gonna say disney. what the fuck did you say kid like i was just thinking like your child like frozen in time disney and kid okay wait 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 disney and kid yep oh god i don't know which way we're gonna go with this yeah. okay three, three two, two one disney princess. world <laughs> disney and world and princess okay ready three, three two, two one ariel, ariel. <laughs> the hell did we end up Disney from Frozen and or what? Well, I guess that makes clock. sense. Clock. <laughs> it was icicle and clock. Icicle, icicle and clock, and we ended on Ariel. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right.
Thanks for joining me. Thanks. And me. <laughs> Thanks for joining, John. He's so grateful for you guys to mm-hmm. be here. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Okay. Alright, uh bye. you and I will do me. Okay.